Let me just eliminate all of the white noise for They're you. They're counting on you not understanding what this is all about. They want to create conflict. They want to create this chaos. They want you to be stupid. This is the Conservative Daily Podcast with Joe Waldman. Yeah, I'm a threat because I'm telling you what the Constitution says. And Max McGuire. The flak is the heaviest when the bomber is right above the target about to open the bomb bay doors. And now the Conservative Daily Podcast is on the air. Welcome back to another edition of the Conservative Daily Podcast. Happy Friday. Wow, this week has not gone fast enough. I don't know, maybe maybe it's just me. Happy Friday, everyone. And, and if you're watching the live stream, yes, I am wearing a Hawaiian shirt. It is a ridiculous Hawaiian shirt because I'm trying to channel Joe Biden's Delaware vacation. He's off to what, where Rehoboth Beach, somewhere in Delaware, um, for a vacation because it's not like there are things going on. So as long as he's on vacation, I'm going to be trying to channel his vacation through my attire, kind of like a reverse voodoo doll, um, trying to live the good life that Joe Biden lives of not actually having to work, not having to do the job, just constantly going on vacation after vacation after vacation. We got a lot to go through today, so make sure you hit that thumbs up button, make sure you share, make sure you comment. Um, Before I bring on the guest, I want to just talk briefly because this week has proven... This, this week's been mis- mixed emotions because it's both proven me right in that Joe Biden is mentally and physically incapable of doing the job, but it's also shown that it's worse than we ever thought. So we, I, me, Joe, Josh helped. <laughs> we spent 2020 trying to shine light on the fact that Joe Biden is actually going through mental decline, whether it's dementia, whether it's Alzheimer's, whether it's some other disease I don't even know about yet. It's very obvious. Anyone who's gone through it with a loved one, they know the signs, they know the symptoms, they can see it right in front of them. So we spent 2020 trying to warn people that this was happening, that Joe Biden didn't even know where he was, didn't know when he was, got mixed up about what year it was, Uh, clear signs of of dementia. When he got elected, it it was a shock. Obviously, there is more than enough evidence to prove that it was illegitimate. But when he assumed the presidency, let's let's just use that word because technically he was sworn in. When he assumed the presidency, I think, like many people, I settled on this notion that, oh, he wouldn't actually be the one calling the shots. That obviously, if someone is in that significant of mental decline, they're not the ones doing things. Other people are doing it for them. So we kind of, whether it just be as an attempt to escape the, the terrifying reality settled on this notion that Joe Biden wouldn't be the one actually calling the shots. It would be other people doing that for him. What the last week have sh- has shown us, though, <clears throat> terrifyingly, is that Joe Biden actually is calling the shots. Joe Biden actually is leading the United States. And I use that word very lightly because he has spent the week hiding, sleeping, avoiding any press, any scrutiny. And when he has come forward, it's been a complete, a complete bumbling mess. So this week's been particularly hard because, yes, it, it has shown us that Joe Biden is incapable of doing the job, but also showed that it is worse than we ever thought possible. So let me know what you think. Let me know if you agree. It, it, it's really hard to talk about because we're talking about the destruction of the republic. And there's a man in office who, who sleeps the day away and has to go on vacation while, while U.S. men and women are are left behind enemy lines. It's really hard to stomach. So without further ado, let's bring on our guest for the first hour, Mr. Producer. 
bring him on. We welcome Mr. Alex Rotar. He is a uh, investigative journalist, former IDF, Israeli Defense Forces soldier, and he is running for Congress in the state of Pennsylvania. Alex, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. I appreciate that. So um, why don't what we usually do when we bring on guests is we give the guest a minute or two just to talk about who they are, explain who they are, and, uh, and, and, and just introduce yourself. So the floor is yours, Alex. Absolutely. Hi. Yeah, my name is Alex Rota, as uh, he mentioned. I'm a congressional seat uh, running mate for 2022 against Madeline Dean in Pennsylvania, 4th District. Um, I'm an ex-military. Uh, I'm also a business owner. I own over seven retail locations. Um, I'm big on politics. Uh, I have worked on Trump's team uh, before, uh, you know, as an advisor. Um, you know, and honestly, I'm writing a book as well, uh, something that's going to be called uh, Wake Up America. Uh, I know a lot of people are calling it that, uh, but my book is a little different. It's about showing people that it's not only been going on last year, it's been going on for many years. Well, uh, welcome to the show. Obviously, you are running to unseat a, a pretty established Democrat. And um, you mentioned earlier you're running in the 4th District, correct? Correct. And uh, I apologize. I don't know where that is because they just reshaped the map. Um, where is the 4th District in Pennsylvania? So 4th District in PA will be, I, uh, I got to look at the map again, but uh, from what, if I'm correct, it'll be Montgomery County, uh, like it was before. We have Chester mm -hmm. County, a little piece of it, and then we have a little bit piece of uh, Bucks County. Gotcha. Well, be, uh, I, I don't want to get you in trouble. Uh, I've been in Chester County, and I, I, I tend to try and avoid it, but Bucks County, Montgomery County, beautiful, beautiful area of Pennsylvania. Um, so I, I'm sure they would be, they would be blessed to have you serve them much better off than, um, than Dean. That's for sure. So talk to me about this. That's for Joe Biden. Sure. <laughs> and we're going to try Joe Biden apparently just spoke. So I'm going to try and get that because apparently it was also a complete bumbling mess. I'm going to try and get that. But what are you seeing as someone who, who served obviously with the IDF? Um, but you served in the Middle East. Um, what What's your takeaway? Because this looks like it's a, just complete failure. I know that the administration is trying to make it out to be like, oh, we did this is the best we could possibly do. Well, let me ask you this. In the IDF, are soldiers ever left behind? No, never. In the IDF, are civilians ever left behind? Absolutely not. So you join the IDF. You're an American citizen. You join the IDF, um, which is that's that's a, a, a incredibly brave thing to do, right? To go to go fight for Israel. You're trained, and and you understand that when you go over there, you're fighting, and and you might not make it back, and that you're fighting to protect something bigger than yourself, whether it just be the state of Israel, right? Sure. The 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 Jewish people. Uh, or just the civilians that you're called to protect. I, what I can't wrap I my head around. Freedom. Yeah, well, freedom, freedom. The 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 only tr true democracy in the region. What I can't wrap my head around is how these soldiers in the airport in Kabul 
are staying there. Now, I get it. You don't want it. You don't want to disregard orders. You don't want to go AWOL. I get it. But we've seen so many videos of what's going on at the airport of Americans reaching out, trying to get there and being pushed away by the Taliban. I just, I, I, I don't know how I would be able to follow those orders. Well, to be honest with you, it's even worse than that. I had some uh, intelligence that came into my knowledge that Americans actually have to buy their way out of there. Uh, Taliban wants a certain amount of money for the kids and for the for the families, uh, the, you know. And but at the same time, they're attacking Christians. So if you're a Christian and you are male in Taliban right now, they will try to wait, wipe you out. Uh, yeah. So they take your kids for slavery. And, uh, you know, so this is, this is something that's dangerous. That's something that's actually happening on the ground. Something the major media is not ever going to report about. Biden's administration is a disgrace. Biden's administration have failed to do what's right by the people, what's right by the army, by the military. All they had to do is involve the Israelis. And this would have been much more peaceful. You know, uh, yeah. you know, nobody's saying it would have been perfect, but it would have been much more better. Uh, you know, and but besides all of that, you know, the way he approached the exit from Afghanistan, you know, even uh, strategically speaking, uh, speaking of, uh, you know, military wise, it was stupid. I mean, that's what I call it. I mean, you can't call it anything else. It was very stupid, immature and very unprofessional. Uh, and, you know, and definitely not a commander in chief style, you know, and that's why. A lot of people in America are missing Trump because Trump was an actual commander in chief. Yeah, and and he never served in the military, but he understood what the military is supposed to be for. It's supposed to be for winning. It's not supposed to be for losing. And in a case where you have to retreat, have to have to have a tactical retreat, the military, as we've been saying on the show, it's supposed to cover the retreat. Like while the women and children and the civilians run away, the military are supposed to be protecting them. And what we had in Afghanistan, stunningly, was a withdrawal of the military, leaving the civilian assets behind, unarmed. Oh, there was there were some, but not nearly as much uh, soldiers there to protect them as there should have been, leaving them unarmed. And then Joe Biden puts the military back in, recognizing that oh no, they can't just retreat if they're unarmed, and now he won't let them leave the airport. Well. well you know, if we really want to get down to it, you know, a lot of people talking about, oh, but Joe Biden is not running White House. I agree with that. And the reason for that is because this whole plan, uh, you know, call me crazy, but this whole plan was worked out by Barack Obama from back in the day. And, uh, you know, there is, listen, we have proof. We have intelligence. This is not a, you know, a, a theory or this is not a conspiracy thing. Barack Hussein Obama is not an American citizen. Matter of fact, He's Saudi Arabian, and he was actually sponsored by a Saudi Arabian prince to go to Harvard. You know, so for him to sit there and claim that he didn't want Taliban to take over Afghanistan, it's not something that we, you know, we the people can accept because it's not true. All of this was planned. You know, Biden was supposed to do all of this, just like the Keystone Pipeline when he shut it down on the first day. All of this was pre-planned. Biden was there to face the worst of the worst. Now they're going to get rid of him, put Kamala in office, and then embarrass her and eventually put Pelosi in there. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure that's what they, they'd want. That's what Kamala Harris has wanted from the beginning. I, I, I think you're right in that there are other people calling the shots. I think what happened this week, though, 
is the collapse was so stunning, so abrupt, no one else could issue the orders, right? When it, when it actually comes time for the commander in chief to issue orders, you can't have an undersecretary order the military to do X, Y, and Z. You can't have the NATSEC um, advisor pull, uh, actually call the shots. The president actually has to issue the orders. And when he's sleeping, when he's going to bed early, which is what we heard from White House sources, we're going to bed early because the intelligence was confusing him. Well, yeah, in war, intelligence can be very confusing. You're hearing, you're hearing from different different sources. You're you're hearing uh, human intelligence, um, SIGINT, right? You're all these different things. You're trying to to compress down to make sense of, and a lot of times it doesn't make sense, and you're hearing contradictory messages. But you're supposed to just do the best you can and and figure it out. But he allegedly went to bed early because he didn't like that the intelligence was was disjointed was 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 competing narratives what, what do you think about that because you have you have experience in intel what do you think of a commander-in-chief allegedly reportedly going to bed early because the intelligence confused him you might not like what i'm about to say but it's the same what he did is the same thing as george bush did when 9-11 happened okay he continued to read his book okay this is called you know, be ignored. They were, listen, look, I'm not a conspiracy theory. I'm not, you know, I'm all about this whole thing, right? But the truth is, is that a lot of people have gained. For example, 9-11 happening, George Bush benefited from that because his family is into oil. They went over oh, there to get yeah. oil. Yeah, and Biden, for example, you know, listen, we all know Biden works for China and Russia. There's no denying about it. You know, his son... And, and excuse my French, but the guy is a cricket. And he sold our country to Ukraine, Russia, China, and everybody that he can possibly sell us to. And now Daddy has to pick up the slack. The truth is Daddy cannot pick up the slack because Daddy's about to be out of White House, if he, even if he's there. Let's start with that. Yeah. But if he's there, you know, Kamala is about to take over. She already talking about 25th Amendment. And, you know, I, I believe that a Barack, it was a Barack Obama's uh, plan from the get-go. And the fact that the commander-in-chief can't listen to intelligence, that should tell you a lot right there. It should tell you that we have no power. Why do you think China and Russia are threatening to cross over to our border? Because they oh, know yeah. we're weak. We can't do anything about it right now. Oh, absolutely. That's they exactly they sense happening. the weakness. They sense the weakness. We've been saying on the yeah, show, absolutely. China's going to go after Taiwan. That's They're going to take it. Why? Why would they? Why wouldn't they? 100%. I mean, if you've been waiting for America to fall or, or decline in order to make your move, this would be that moment. Same with Russia, whether it's going into Ukraine or any of the other Soviet satellite states. This is that moment. I mean, we, we, we can also talk about non-governmental actors. I mean, if you're the, if you're in the cartel in Central or South America, this is your moment at the border. Everyone, whether it's governmental organizations, um, criminal syndicates, they are all taking advantage of this chaos. And it's hard. It's hard to believe that we've been saying this over and over again, that Joe Biden failed. And, and I, it just clicked on me like a, a few days or a week ago that it's not failure if everyone tells you this is what happens if you do it and you decide to do it anyway. Right. It's willful disregard of the consequences. He doesn't care. He doesn't care that the border's being overrun. He doesn't care that Americans are left behind enemy lines. He doesn't care that the British and the French, even the Indians, have more operational capacity in Kabul than the American military. There are videos of Indian military men 
going through Kabul with Taliban escorts, and they're saving their people. All right. But we're being told we can't leave the airport. Right. Can't leave the airport. No, it, this isn't failure. This is by design. It is not is not a glitch. Is a feature of Joe Biden's presidency. Oh, correct. I mean, and that's the thing. You have to also understand that half the country right now, as we speak, they don't comply with Biden's administration. They believe truly deep inside, and I speak for myself and for patriots, we still believe that Donald J. Trump is our president and that Mar-a-Lago is actually what we answer to. Because, you know, nobody wants to admit this and nobody will ever say this, not even any GOP members, because GOP members are the same swamp as the Democratic Party. Because they failed us. They failed us once, twice, three times. How many times are they going to fail us? They failed us with Trump. They did not back Trump. And, uh, you know, they can claim whatever they want, but they did not back him. Uh, and, uh, you know, a lot of us believe that, just like the Bible says, there should be two presidents, and they are. You know, you have uh, people that comply only with one side, and the other side doesn't only complies with the other side. And, you know... It's sad to see what's happening here because we are one of the best countries in the world. And I say this with great pleasure for serving Israel, but there is nothing. Nobody is like us. Nobody. There is no country like us. And the sad part about it is the division that they're making is only on the news media. There is no division on the street the way they're making it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I work with a lot of black communities, Spanish communities, uh, Korean communities, Chinese communities. You know, and I live in an area that's very populated with different kind of people. And I can tell you, um, you know, uh, me being a Republican is not an issue. I can still, you know, there is no, we can we talk about it. It doesn't mean people agree with me, but there's a conversation, not the violence that they're showing on TV. Yeah. Mr. Producer, I just sent you over a video. Joe Biden just spoke. So if you can get that queued up. And while you do, Alex, you mentioned that the Taliban is forcing payments to get through the checkpoints. That's pretty obvious. And and whether it's actually coming down from the Taliban or that or that this is just the natural consequence of what happens when you take a goat herd or give him an AK-47 and give him control of, of an intersection, right? I mean, there, there's, a, there's a lot of corruption here. So whether that's coming down from the Taliban or it's that, that's just them trying to make a few bucks, pretty obvious. Anyone who's ever been to the Middle East, I, I spent a lot of time in Lebanon. Uh, it, it's very corrupt. It's very corrupted and money talks and you can get through checkpoints with money, even if they're they're government checkpoints. What also is being reported is that beyond the, the money that they're being told they have to pay the Taliban. The U.S. government is also requiring Americans to sign off and agree to pay for their own repatriation. If we can put up image number one, Mr. Producer, this is this was making the rounds yesterday. Really egregious. This is the, the security alert that went out to U.S. citizens stuck in Afghanistan. And the part on the bottom, I don't know if you can see it, Alex, I'll read it off. It says flight costs, repatriation flights are not free. Passengers will be required to sign a promissory loan agreement and may not be eligible to renew their U.S. passports until the loan is repaid. The cost may be $2,000 U.S. or more per person. So we can take that down. They did backtrack it because that is totally egregious, totally egregious. They did backtrack it, but I, I can report that the form people are required to fill out still contains this language. If we put up image number two real quick, image number two, the checklist on the form you have to fill out to leave Afghanistan, repatriation flights are not free, $2,000 per person. You have to say, I understand and wish to continue. And then the, the part about the loan re repayment, 
that you won't be able to get a new passport. You have to say, I understand and wish to continue. So we take that down. Alex, <laughs> they're, get, they're getting screwed over from all sides. It's not only that. I mean, just the fact that we even have something like that is such an embarrassment because, you know, back in, you know, take five years ago when Trump came into office and when Trump was in office, we were a superpower country. Nobody in the world would have the guts to even say something like that to us. We have to yeah. pay to ent- exit your country. Wait a minute. We're American citizens. We don't have to pay anybody anything. But today, days, because we have Biden and a very weak person, we have to comply with other countries. And this, this is such an embarrassment. I mean, Russia and President Putin and Chinese presidents are, you know, they're just sitting there and having a blast. Because this is an embarrassment. This is what they call the weak country. This is what they call a weak military. Because, excuse my language, but where are the Marines? Yeah. Are you, and yeah. look, I get following the orders, but if my people were in danger, I would not care what Biden had to say. I would go get my people. Yeah, I, I understand the repatriation fees. Like, if you were to go against, like, if the State Department says, we recommend you don't go somewhere, it's very dangerous. You went there anyway, <laughs> and then you got caught up in a random civil war, and you had to get flown out. I understand the technicality of it. Just like if you go hiking on a mountaintop that you shouldn't have been on, or you go skiing off slope, um, and you get lost, you, you have to pay for the search and rescue fees. So I understand that from a technicality. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about people who went to Afghanistan with the United States, who are living in the green zone, right? Who are, who are working with the United States, working in the embassy as recently as last week. These aren't people who were joyriding or going against the United States advice. Um, they were working for the United States and then hit them with these fees. It's unconscionable. It's a, it, it's a disgrace, honestly. It's, a, it, you know, my, the biggest, you know, but there's another question I have for everybody. Where's GOP? with all this because you know the GOP acts like they're taking our side on this the truth is and I want to say this because everybody thinks that I'm running as GOP I'm not I'm running as an independent and the reason for that is because I believe GOP is the same swamp as Democratic Party and you know I believe that Kevin McCarthy is one of the weakest leaders you can possibly have I mean the guy sleeps in the same room as the Facebook Facebook executive I mean come on you know, yeah. so, uh, you know, the only person I personally respect in GOP, uh, besides Jim Jordan, I love Jim Jordan, but uh, is Elise Stefanik. She's a true patriot. I no, personally know her from New York. Uh, you know, she's good. Yeah, I originally am from New York. I grew up in Brooklyn, New York. Uh, so, you know, uh, we I, I have crossed paths with her. She's great. Uh, she is a patriot. Uh, but. On that note, you know, where's GOP? They're not doing anything about it. And that's why Biden administration is doing whatever they want. Chuck, Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi are running the show. Let's be honest, right? Just like the same thing with Ashley Babbitt. Who shot Ashley Babbitt? We all know who shot her. Yeah. I mean, it was Chuck Schumer's security detail. You know, but why is there no investigation? Because it was his detail, you know. Yeah. So, and, and that's what it's all about. It's about control. Control of this country. What they've done is they destroyed the control. They destroyed law enforcement. There is no more law enforcement, you know. And I listen. I'm the biggest supporter of law enforcement. I have the blue flag on me. But what I'm saying is, is that today days, I actually seen the other day when a car is getting pulled over, but he's not stopping. He just keeps going, yeah. and the cop just turned the lights off and stopped. Yeah. I mean, it's, what, it's stunning. What is going on? I mean, are we? 
it's stunning. And that's what makes us no longer a superpower country. Yeah. And I think that the only way we return our country is in 2022, we take out the entire DC people that been there for years and install regular people just like myself, regular guy that you can have, come have a beer in the back of my backyard and do my lawn with me. You know what I mean? That's yeah. the kind of people we want to put in a, in, in a Congress right now because we need that kind of people in there because we have real problems. This country, if we don't, if we don't fix it right now, it's over. There is no more United States. Oh, yeah. No, there's, there, there, it's over. It, it's absolutely over. So we mentioned that the, 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 the cost for the evacuation is $2,000. $2,000. Now, they're, they're apologizing, say we didn't mean to do that, but that still is what everyone got. We are sponsored by a fantastic company, Air Medicare Network. And Air Medicare Network makes sure that you never have to pay those fees <laughs> if you need to be evacuated for a medical emergency. It costs just $85, and that covers you, your spouse, and your entire household should any of you need, need to be airlifted for a medical emergency. And unlike the Joe Biden flights, in this country, it can cost 40, 50, 60 grand. So everyone listening, we're sponsored by them. Make sure you head over to the link in our description, airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily. And as a bonus, when you use promo code daily, you're going to get up to $50 back. It starts at $85. It's less if you're a senior citizen. It's less per year if you buy three or five years at a time. It's real common sense stuff. We're all watching what's happening in Afghanistan. It's terrifying. Terrifying just to think about that you need to be airlifted somewhere and it's either going to be too expensive or no one's going to come get you. Well, AirMedCare Network is going to make sure that doesn't happen. So again, that's AirMedCareNetwork.com forward slash daily and use promo code daily to get up to $50 back. Okay, I, I sent Mr. Producer Josh the video of Joe Biden's press conference just now or, or press event just now. And apparently it has stuttering in it, more slurred words, more brain freezes. So Mr. Producer, why don't we put up that clip and I'll get your reaction from it, Alex. And allies and citizens of our, our, our allies who went in with us. You know, I, I talk, I talk to our commanders on the ground there every single day, as I just did a few hours, an hour or so ago. And I made it clear to them that we'll get them whatever they need to do the job. They're performing to the highest standard under extraordinarily difficult and dynamic circumstances. Our NATO allies are strongly standing with us, their troops keeping sentry alongside ours in Kabul, as is the case whenever I deploy our troops into harm's way. I take that responsibility seriously. I carry that burden every day, just as I did when I was vice president and my son was deployed to Iraq for a year. So he got it right where his son was deployed to. He got it wrong in the interview with George Stephanopoulos. Some more slurred words, what look like a brain freeze. I'm, I'm, I'm taken back by the, they're still doing the masks. They're still trying to do the virtue signaling. At a time when the American people want to see strength, it, it is, it's pretty amazing to see them hiding behind the masks when they're all, they're all vaccinated. They're still six feet apart. It's, it's very strange that at a time when the American people really need to see strength they're hiding behind the mask, but that's neither here nor there. Um, I don't believe him. I don't. I don't believe him when he says that he's in constant communication with the with the generals, because all the intelligence that we're hearing leaking out is that everyone who's trying to call him, they're getting a busy signal, or he's not picking up because he's he's doing something else. So I don't. Do you believe him? 
Absolutely not. I mean, I know for a fact the White House is not in contact with anybody because this was their agenda. You know, I, I tell you this much. Donald J. Trump has probably done more on the phone, more talking and more trying to make progress in Afghanistan than Joe Biden done in the past week. I mean, the guy does nothing. And the reason why is because he's with the agenda. You got to understand once Taliban takes over, Taliban, you know, is a complete, you know, it's a Taliban, when Taliban took over Afghanistan, it was a setup to show people that the government can be taken over. Think about what just happened in this country past year. You know, this was, this is all a big setup. It's just a matter of time before, you know, we, you know, people like Rashida Tlaib and Elon Omar are going to start claiming that, you know, this is their country and that we're supposed to say Allah after, you know, certain things instead of God. Uh, I don't know if everybody in this country lost their mind, but that's not the way this works. We serve God here, not Allah. You know what I mean? So, you know, and, um, and, and honestly, it's scary. It's scary what's happening on the streets. It's scary what's happening to the, our children. It's scary what's happening with these masks. I mean, how many times are these guys going to with you with these masks? Does anybody even listen to Fauci anymore? I mean, the guy's a total disgrace. You know, we all know the Wuhan lab is a total payout by Pfizer. Pfizer owns it. I mean, come on. How, how you know, you got to have common sense, you know. So, um, you know, and don't even get me started on the vaccine. No, no, no. We, we don't have to get started on that. So <laughs> uh, we don't have to get started on it. So I, I, I have a bunch of clips. We're not going to be able to play them all this hour. Um, but I wanted to get your, your take on it because one of the most stunning things that I mentioned earlier, the most stunning part of all of this, is that there are Americans stuck, some of them a couple hundred yards away, some of them half a mile away from the airport. And the United States military contends that they do not have the operational capacity to go and get them to get them and bring them from A to B. And that there are Americans trying to get through the uh, to the airport, they're being blocked, they're being attacked, and they just can't get there. And I, I just don't understand it. So I wanna play this clip because this is from Fox News earlier today, talking about how the UK and the French are able to do this, but for whatever reason, America can't. Let's jump ahead, Mr. Producer, this is gonna be cut 15, talking about the UK I'll and the French. You. Yeah, hi, Dane. And what we've heard for the, from the last few days from the administration and the Pentagon is that the airport is safe, the perimeter is secure, and evacuation flights are taking place. But frankly, that is all useless if U.S. citizens cannot reach the airport. Well, other countries are not waiting that long. They're going out there. They're getting their people. It is now widely reported that the U.K. deployed an additional 300 troops to Kabul earlier in the week to extract British nationals. Within hours of touching down in Kabul, small teams of British forces retrieved some 200 British citizens. But when asked directly about British forces going in to rescue citizens by our own Jennifer at the Pentagon, this is all Major General Hank Taylor would say. At this time, as uh, I said, our main mission continues to be to secure HKI to allow uh, those American citizens and other SIVs uh, to come in and be processed uh, at the airfield. But French forces also are reported to be doing the same, doing multiple trips back and forth to their embassy over the past few days to get over 200 French and Afghans out. French President Macron thanking French security forces for executing the sensitive operation. The German press now reporting that two German special forces helicopters have also arrived in Kabul to assist with picking up groups from within the city. But if anything, things inside that city, they're getting worse. More Taliban checkpoints, more crowds outside the airport, more chaos in the city as the Taliban go door to door. Well, these other countries, 
They're not waiting. The U.S., though, says its forces are under strict orders not to leave the airport. Instead, they rely on the Taliban for safe passage into the airport. They rely on the Taliban for safe passage into the airport. I just, I don't want to beat the dead horse on this, but I cannot understand how this is, this is the plan. This is the plan that Joe Biden said he wouldn't do it any other way. I, I just, I, it's, it's stunning. What they're actually not also telling you is that, and this is coming from personal experience, you know, from intelligence, is that there is no way out of Afghanistan without the Russian help. So there is a, there is a, if you look at the map, in order for, for the United States military to safely exit Afghanistan, the only way through is to have the Russian military cover their part of Afghanistan where they are in control because of the Russian border. The problem is, is that nobody wants to work with them. So that's where Biden administration completely failed is because every other administration been warned on that and let them know that, listen, the only way you come out is if you be nice to us, we'll be nice to you. We get you out quickly and swiftly. You'll be out and yeah. about. Biden administration knew this. They knew this before it happened. And they still concluded to, you know, move the way they moved. It's a disaster. What they're not telling you also on TV is that the people that they're not 200 feet away from the airport, okay? There's some people are stuck an hour away from the airport. There's uh, pastors that are writing to people on Twitter saying they can't get out because these guys will kill them because they're Christian pastors. So, you know, it's an excuse the United States military can't go in and take our people back because I'm sorry to say, but since when is Taliban stronger than the United States military, you know, yeah, and where are, where are our generals, where are the Marines, where are the commander in chief, where's everybody? So right now, the only people hope is, is that Donald J. Trump gets on the phone and actually gets the military to move around because we all know they still take orders from him, whether anybody likes to admit it or not. Yeah, it would be, it would be very, uh, it would be a great moment if Trump could actually negotiate their safe passage that would be that would be pretty a, a pretty uh emotional and, and pretty surprising moment so what we were talking about a little bit before is that you don't have this situation in afghanistan if joe biden isn't illegitimately installed as president right you you don't have this collapse right. if donald trump is there donald trump dropped the mother of all bombs the biggest non-nuclear bomb in the u.s arsenal he did it in afghanistan he said he'd do it again he told the taliban that if they mess with us he's going to bomb their ancestral ancestral villages um they know he's not messing around that's part of his that's part of his foreign policy this is only happening because joe biden is, is in and joe biden is only in because of a combination of changes to election laws old-fashioned voter fraud and uh, what many have reported as electronic manipulation. So talk about that, because I know you're very passionate about election integrity. What What do you think about that? Correct. Oh, did we lose you? Sorry. No, no, I'm here, I'm here. Was All right. so, 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 so talk about that side of it. Right. So yeah, so the election, I mean, listen, honestly, listen, what's going on right now with the election? I mean, it's a disgrace. I mean, this country went through election. It, you know, it was like a third world country election. You know, Russia has better chances of getting elected than we did over here. You know, we have fraudulent ballots. We have Chinese ballots. We have ballots getting dropped over three in the morning by a Lamborghini. 
okay? Well, let me tell you something. Nobody that works at the polls drives a Lamborghini, okay? And since when, and another thing that I wanted to bring up, and that I'm, you know, I'm actually currently, as we speak, filing a lawsuit against Speaker Pelosi and her husband, because I have intelligence that say that November 1st, 2020, Nancy Pelosi actually was in China on a private ship in Chinese government's properties. Uh, we want to know what she did two days prior to election uh, with the Chinese government. You know, this is not on any record. This is not on any schedule. This is not an official meeting. This happened in the middle of the night. So, you know, and that's why I'm filing a lawsuit. I have posted about this on Twitter before. Uh, the reason we're filing against her husband is because I have intelligence that uh, her husband is actually involved really big with Russian uh, oil. And we believe that that's why uh, the Keystone pipe uh, was sold out that fast and people were fired and 25,000 jobs were lost is due to the fact that it was a gain for Pelosi's family. Uh, as we all know, Pelosi comes from a big mobster family. So, you know, uh, none of this is surprising. This is exactly what the mob does. They eliminate people and they basically take over and take advantage of it. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's, uh, it's a big disaster. We will, you know, we will find out more in court. Uh, we filed already. We're going to have Sheriff deliver the motion to her. Um, you know, nobody is above the law. And, I, you know, a lot of people tell me, you know, not to do it to myself because she's going to destroy my life. Well, guess what? I signed up to destroy my life. I signed up to die when I signed up for the military. So, you know, there's nothing that's going to stop me from fighting for my country, for my freedom, and for my kids' freedom. So, you know, all my patriots know that I'm not running for Congress to get a fame and get rich because I re I'm already rich. I can already retire. And I'm not saying that to bra brag or anything. I'm saying that because I don't need the money. I'm sponsoring my own campaign. I don't need the fame. I'm doing this because I really want to change things and because people like Nancy Pelosi should not be walking around D.C. threatening innocent conservative people. Yeah, you're right. She, she absolutely shouldn't. So um, just we're hearing some breaking news. Anyone just coming late, I'm wearing this shirt to try and channel Joe Biden's vacation. I want to live vicariously through his nonstop vacation. Apparently, apparently Joe Biden has canceled his trip to Delaware. <laughs> apparently someone figured out that the optics of going on vacation while Americans are being beaten up at Taliban checkpoints, not exactly the best look, but we're going to, I'm going to keep this on because I, 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 I'm starting to like it, but uh, yeah, breaking news, Joe Biden, not going to be going to Delaware or maybe that's misdirection. I don't know. Maybe he will. <laughs> at this point, we have no clue what Joe Biden's going to do or where he's going to go. So how can people, if they want to get involved with your campaign, how can people find you? Uh, on the internet. Absolutely. So I, my biggest uh, platform that I use, and I post a lot of news on there besides just campaign, uh, it would be Twitter. It's at Alex Congressman. Uh, it's the same username for Gap, uh, same username for um, what other platforms are we using these days? Uh, it's the same thing for GetTR, uh, Jason's platform. Uh, it's Alex and, uh, at Alex Congressman. So please do reach out. I do do a lot of work for our patriots. If you're having some issues and your congressman is ignoring you, please do reach out. My office is there for everybody. It's not just for PA. It's for the United, the entire United States. Uh, we are here for patriots, for freedom, and for everybody that wants to get involved in spreading our movement and the MAGA movement. Uh, please do reach out and uh, 
you know, I look forward to talking to everybody. Well, that's awesome. Well, well, Alex, I appreciate you you coming on. It's uh, it's always great to get insight from someone not only running for office, but who has um, not served in the American military, but served in the IDF. You understand what service is. You understand what politicians are supposed to do. If you run for office, you're supposed to serve the American people, and and that's your goal. And if the minute you stop serving right. the American people, you become illegitimate regardless of how you got into office the minute you put the american people on the back burner you become illegitimate and i think what this last week has shown us is that there are a lot of democrats and a lot of republicans too who this crisis has shown them to be illegitimate because the republicans haven't spoken up and the democrats are actually trying to cover up this disaster well well thank you alex so much for stopping by the show really do appreciate it absolutely thank you for having me i appreciate it all right thanks have a great rest of your weekend Oh, well, that was that was a I, I always love talking to people who serve in the IDF because um, it takes a special kind of person. And that's something we've talked about on the show before. National identity, national identity doesn't always mean that it's the identity of your passport. Now he's an American citizen, obviously, but there are people, there are Americans who fight within the IDF. Israeli Defense Forces. They go to fight for the state of Israel because um, they're Jewish and they want to they want to help protect and defend the Jewish state. So it's always fascinating talking to them because um, it takes a real special kind of person to to do that. And it's it's a kind of bravery. It's a kind of selflessness that is that is desperately missing from Congress. So I, I wish Alex the best of luck in his run for Congress. And if you are in Pennsylvania or want to help out with his campaign again you can find him at alex congressman on twitter or any of the other handles that he mentioned so it is open line friday 888-441-1121 is our number if you want to call in opine i want to know what you think about this still want to hear from veterans if you've already called in you can call it again but i want to hear from other veterans family members of veterans moms dads because what i have been hearing what i have been hearing from the from people I know, friends I know, veterans, is total hopelessness. Total, total hopelessness because they don't know what they fought for. And, and you hear the same kind of thing coming out of Vietnam veterans too. They, they don't understand. Listen, it's not the boots that lost Vietnam. It's not the boots that lost Afghanistan. It was the suits. It's important to remember that. And And as helpful as I can be, I, I hope I hope anyone who's who's going through this and trying to trying to figure this out, you understand it's not the boots that lost, it's, it's the suits. But anyone who is trying to wrap their heads around this, not the way that that SecDef said yesterday, this isn't a safe space. But I do want to hear from you. I do want to hear what you're thinking, what your takeaway is on this. So eight 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 four four one 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 two one is our number. When we come back, we're going to play more cuts, more clips. More nonsense, including a bunch from CNN, MSNBC, and even CNBC. Yeah, yeah, the NBC part that primarily deals with uh, financials. Even they are taking Biden to task. Play a lot of clips. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back on the other side of this quick break. Ronald Reagan famously said that our freedoms are never more than a generation away from extinction. Conservative Daily exists to make sure that never happens. With our community of 700,000 members, we fight every day to hold Congress's feet to the fire 
stop them from surrendering our rights and freedoms. The fight to take this country back is not over. Please join our movement right now by going to conservative-daily.com and clicking the subscribe button to sign up for our free call to action newsletters. We have a chance to save this country, but only if we all work together. Again, this is conservative-daily.com and don't forget to hit the subscribe button at the top.